Welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. Today's topics include Dave Scrotum. Really? Really? <laughs> Mel Brooks. Experiences. Bad days. And trouble in the ER. So without further ado, let's pretend. Okay, so I was thinking... Um about the podcast. Yeah. And uh, one of the things is a lot of the stuff that we talk about is our own experiences and yep, things yep. That, that we've done. Well, we know it. That so it's, you, you've got to do what you do know. What you know right? yeah. Do what you know, right? We know our own lives pretty yes. well. Uh, so uh, it, it just got me thinking about the stuff that we talk about and the difference between an experience and, and an object or a thing. And I, I'm going to get to that in a minute. But uh, what I started with was, I know I've given you a hard time for playing EverQuest, how dare you? I know. <laughs> how, how dare you, sir? <laughs> and I know that in an EverQuest, you're a... I'm a powerful sorcerer. I know you're in a powerful yeah. enchanter. In fact, an enchanter, yeah. Enchanter, right. yeah. Don't call uh, me a mage. I know, I know. Because I'm an enchanter. Yeah, you'll go into a mage rage. <laughs> right. So uh, I know I give you a hard time about that, and uh, and I'm always saying, you know, the, the experience you have in EverQuest, you know, you could put that game aside, and you could go out with your friends to a... Pu- all these different things. Well, and, which I do. And, you, and I, know, I, do. I know that As you do. As you know, I, I don't want to... Definitely pulled back yeah. from the EverQuest. Well, to, I, yeah, to, don't do, you know, to do podcasts. That's what you know. I could be rating right now, but anyway. <laughs> go, rating, go yeah. rating, rating, not raining, yeah. rating. Yes, yeah. yeah. So you know, you're 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 fine. And this is more uh, just kind of a setup here. Uh, so I give you a hard time about that. And then I had an experience myself where I sort of took the, it, that thought sort of struck me as I was uh, doing something. Now, yeah. I have a, a nephew. Um, and uh, I was going to take him to Brain Candy Live, okay, which is sort of like a science show that uh, Adam Savage from MythBusters and um, oh, geez, what's the guy's name from Vsauce? Is it Dave? No, it's I don't Mike. Know. Anybody out there who knows who the guys from Vsauce is? You see, I don't watch uh, TV. I play EverQuest. So it's a science show uh, with Adam Savage from MythBusters, yeah, and uh, Michael from Vsauce. And Vsauce is a YouTube video all about science. And my nephew is thirteen; he's a fan of Vsauce. I'm a fan of Vsauce, and I'm a fan of Adam Savage okay. from MythBusters. Yeah, they're doing this touring show for science, and there's a meet and greet. Now we have tickets for the show, yeah, but there's a meet and greet, and it's quite a bit more money for the meet and greet. Right, sure, sure. And uh, I have a list of things that I'm thinking of buying, and one of them is an Xbox One. Uh-huh. And I had this epiphany where 10 years from now, am I going to remember that I had an Xbox One, or, I, or am I going to remember that I went and I had a meet and greet where I got to my, kind of my hero, one of my one of my people that I admire yes. as a maker, uh, Adam Savage and, and Michael from Vsauce, and with my nephew, an experience to have with my nephew. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, this is why people yeah. go on trips. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's you can you could buy, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, um, my, my dad worked with a, a fellow in Boston, he was a clothing uh, designer. And uh, he was always like, "Ah, why would you spend money on food? You're just gonna, you're just gonna crap it out the next morning." And I'm, I'm like, "No, you're missing the point. You know, eating a well prepared meal is an experience that's worth the money, right? You know, yeah. Obviously, yes, you could use that money to buy a suit and eat a peanut butter sandwich, but uh, you know, it's a valid use of, of money. To it's have a, a memory experience. is really what you're exactly. what you're building. Exactly. You're building you're building yeah. memories, and and uh, and so f- that's that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend. It's it's about the same amount of money as a, as an Xbox One, right? Uh, to get tickets to go and, and for for me and my nephew, and that's what I'm going to do. And um, it took me a while to talk myself into it, um, 
And then uh, I had the the thought that uh, you know we were always requesting uh, that people send us uh, ideas, questions, comments yeah. to podcast at pretend to imagine. Lord knows we have none, so we yeah, need, right. yes. well, you know, I only, we only have so many personal anecdotes. Oh yes, that's right? true. Yes, that's so true. So that then it kind of connected to the fact that I need to go out and have more experiences, ah, so I have I can replenish, yeah. replenish my right. my uh, well for and yet for, and I've had many experiences. Which are too terrible to relate. Too terrifying in, to relate in my in my medical career. So yeah, there's a there's a, there's a whole you know, I, I trove talking. of things that I. Like there's to a whole talk load about. of like me and my wife. There's personal experiences that we have that are are. I mean, they're personal. You know, they happen yeah, in intimate well, moments or whatever they have. Yeah. And I just I always look at it. and I'm like, this is hilarious. But this is something that I can never tell another story. I know. Well, it's, like, it's just it, something that I can't it was, share. It was like the other day when I, I had finally managed to get the pantyhose over the legs of the badger oh. costume. And then I realized, my God, I've lost the key to the handcuffs. Oh, Tyler. <laughs> you always make it weird. I know. Maybe I'll edit that out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, only only edit it out if it's not true. If it's, well, it isn't true, sadly. So maybe I'll edit it out. So uh, anyway, <laughs> but um, no. But you're right, though. Um, and I think that's where really travel comes from. That's that's what travel is about. Yeah. You can't take it home with you. I mean, you get yeah. a souvenir, mm-hmm. but uh, the souvenir is a, a, a memory jog. It helps you remember when you were at that exactly, place. You know, exactly. That's, yeah. that's what the souvenirs are for. And there's nothing against um, video games. I know we started out talking about about you playing video games. Video games, uh, particularly when you first start out you know, playing Skyrim or whatever, you know, uh, but after a while, man, you know, it's, <laughs> it, well, uh, you know, you know, again, it's, it's, uh, many, many video games. Well, I mean, I can't speak for Skyrim. I didn't really play too much Skyrim, but, um, the, uh, you know, EverQuest is about comfort food. It's about doing the same yeah. thing over and over and over again that you've done for 17 years. And believe me, you know, I, how many times have I watched uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah. How many times I'm rewatching um, Game of Thrones right now? You know, it's comfortable. It's easy. You don't have to think, and it's not a growth activity. You know, uh, uh, I believe it was. Um, I believe it was. It might have been uh, B.F. Skinner, who the psychologist, who said that uh, uh, there's really two kinds of activities. You know, for for leisure time, there's the growth ones and there's the non-growth ones. And yeah. uh, the non-growth ones are great when you're stressed. When you don't have any energy mm-hmm. and you want to just lie back and veg out and be somewhere comfortable. But you're right. Pushing the envelope is what makes life. Yeah. It's what makes yeah. life. And yeah. if you have a, a high stress job and, you know, you maybe you don't have the bandwidth for for uh, going home and enriching yourself after work, uh, yes. you know, all the time. And yes. so you, that's when you start seeking out the comfort food. But that's a slippery slope. It is. That's in, it, it, you know, it definitely is. I mean, in some ways, uh, um, you know, uh, Going to the bar with my friends, uh, something I hadn't done, you know, for a getting long time. blackout drunk, like getting, you're getting to do. knocked out drunk on my no, one no, drink. He doesn't get blackout I drink drunk. one drink and that's it. I'm gone. Really? Uh, he's a, he's a one that, drink kind of guy. That's because of my brain meds. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, uh, no, but that's but that, that's a, a use of time that is always so positive to me, you know, mm. to, 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 uh, to connect with people and, and joke and laugh and everything. So, so uh, and in some ways, this has been the same thing for me. So, podcast therapy. So. Okay, so you know that my one of my favorite words is interrobang. Bang! <laughs> Just interrobang. Interrobang! Interrobang. Okay. So interrobang, it's a, it's a punctuation, right? And we've yeah, talked about yeah. this before. It's yeah. a combination of an exclamation point and a question mark. I'm going to stop you right there. I, yeah. I think that that actually shows a certain lack of um, ingenuity and creative process. It should be a totally different thing. It should be, you know what? I, it should be like a bullseye. 
Oh, you know, so it should look because, like it's because it, it, visually, it's lit, it's literally a question mark. Correct. With it, correct. So you but want you want an entirely new symbol. I want a whole new, new icon, a whole new symbol. You know, All like right. a, I, I like the idea of like a like a bullseye, or maybe like a a, a little explosion with a dot in the middle. Uh, you know, something along. So I think that we have we have a we have a forum here to uh, our legion of, of of listeners to make maybe we can make this happen. All right, so send us your so, best so what you, uh, alternate yes. and terror bang uh, images. If, if it was if it was to be at the end of a sentence, you know what would you? And remember, folks, an terror bang means like what in the heck? That's that's sort of like an, it's a question mark and an exclamation at the same time, sort of an interrogatory right. interjection. Yeah. So. It's a, it's a, it combines an interrogative point, which is a question mark, right, and an exclamation point. But in printing, uh, it was. Called and also for programmers, they called it a bang. I see. So and so we, we can tear a bang. So I think that we, I think we've got something here. Plus, it's one of my favorite words, so I'm willing to beat this topic into the ground. But the reason why I bring it up is because uh, a little bit of the history. Uh, it was um, conceptualized in 1962, really, by Martin K. Spector. Okay. Uh, and he had a. Oh, this is. Remember, we're talking about. Um, uh, enthusiasts. Yeah. Uh, he had a magazine called Type Talks. Oh my God. For type, I don't know, font enthusiasts. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't it's, know. It could be. There. But it was just hilarious to me that there's an entire magazine called Type Talks. So in this magazine, he sent out um, a survey asking for people to name this new new symbol. And these are these are the the words. These these alternative words names for the Interrobang are almost as good as Interrobang itself. We'll start with the best one. Exclaim a quest. <laughs> I like that. That's that's so amazing, that's, right? That sounds like a, a like a nineteen eighties TV show. Oh yeah, absolutely. Exclaim yeah. a quest. Exclaim a quest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then quiz ding. Oh, I like that. Ret. Explorative. Explorative. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm I'm willing to quiz ding. Qu- quiz ding. But I think exclaim a quest is just amazing. They're, they're, and but they chose chosen. To, I don't know. I like Interrobang. I think that's a, no. That's I think Interrobang is the best. It's probably the of them. Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds a little dirty and it sounds a little <laughs> little. It's 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 got a lot going for it. It's got a, it, it's it's the best Interrobang since the big one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I did not Interrobang that hippo. That's right. Exactly. Said, I, I believe that. Yeah. I uh, yeah. no. That that was a severate. I a severate. Oh, I severate that hippo with again. with an yeah. <laughs> with an Interrobang at the end. So I had a bad day at work. Oh dear. Yeah, sometimes you get these days. Uh, I won't get into the nitty gritty of, of my job, uh, but uh, you know it was overly busy, no time to rest, um, difficult cases and everything. And uh, uh, you know sometimes it happens. Uh, we're in a busy time of year this year. Uh, the flus and the colds, all these kinds of things are going crazy. You've had a warm winter, so nothing's dying out there, uh, and it's just been an onslaught. It's been an onslaught, and uh, you know, I uh, for the amount of money I make, you know, I, I'd rather have a job that's slow rather than busy. And you know, <laughs> in general, that's how my job has been. But uh, lately, but uh, lately, it's been it's been very busy. So, you know, I, it's, but this uh, is at the urgent. This care, is right? at the urgent care. Yeah, yeah. you know, I've, I've been there quite a while. Um, you know, the t- it's tough when you get uh, cases that you're not sure whether they should go to the ER, or they should go home. You know, sometimes it's clear, sometimes it's not. So I had a bunch of cases like that yesterday. But overall. With respect to yesterday, let me tell you how yesterday was. I would rather drink water out of a fish tank than do yesterday. <laughs> no, I've I, seen your fish tank. You've seen my fish tank, it's and you know clean. what's in there. I know what's in it's, there. But God only knows what excrescences and, and fungi and whatever. Let me tell you, I would sooner, I would sooner clean a wound with Tabasco and cigarette ash 
than go through yesterday. Oh, what are you doing? I, right. Greg, are you ready? Yes. I would rather take a reverse dump <laughs> than do than my job oh. yesterday. Oh. Yesterday was the terminal turd in Satan's septic tank. Okay, that was what we were dealing with yesterday. All right, so, so what, 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 ha- what happened? How, how can we help? Well, <laughs> this, you know, I think it's, it was just honestly, it's, uh, I think what had happened was I had an extremely busy day previously. Uh, I'd see, see about four an hour, which for me is, is a lot. Uh, the, way I, the way my style works, that's actually a lot of work. Some docs bang out like six or seven an hour, but I, I tend not to, to be that way. Uh, so I was tired to begin with, had worked you know, until nine o'clock at night and then came in and had to do a nine hour yesterday. And just, it just went on like that. And, you know, that's the thing with medicine. I mean, it can be slow and it's very nice and it can be busy. Um, it reminds me uh, when I was a resident, uh, I was working at Beth Israel and I was working on the cardiac floor. Very busy floor. I mean, you would see all kinds, so many admissions. It was really, really busy. And uh, I was working the night shift and I remember I was, you know, working and I said, I don't have any admissions. What's going on? Looked at my watch. No admissions for 20 minutes. I'm like, something is going on. What is 20 going minutes on? was enough to Tw- know that 20 minutes that know that you would you, you, you get paged every five seconds. We used to have a game. Can you eat your sandwich before the beeper goes off? And that, that's that's where my eating habits come from. I think you've noticed how <laughs> yeah, I, I've noticed I, how your I eat. Eating habits. Yeah, exactly. It's Everyone sort of, within so a 10 foot radius like, around <laughs> you has noticed your eating that's habits. It's sort of like a vacuum yeah, of teeth, you know, but uh, so yeah, that was, you know, so, so I was like, what's going on? Right. So I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Maybe there's something wrong. I'm going to go down there. Right. So I, I leave the nursing station. I go in and the elevator opens up and this little gal, Asian intern, comes with a big grin on her face. I'm like, what's going on? She goes, you haven't heard? I go, no, what? She goes, well, this middle aged obese woman walked into the waiting room and they told her that she had to wait two hours and she got real mad got up over a chair and went and dropped a big duke right on the chair. (laughs) At which point, everyone in the rating room fled in panic, okay, because the smell was coming. So they all ran out, right? So then people started to come into the waiting room, walked in the room, immediately turned on their heel and left, okay? Then plant ops and the ER staff got in a fight as to who would clean the poop up. Oh and no one God. would do it. And so they're yelling at each other back and forth. And so I'm like, that is fantastic. And she looks at me right in the eye and I go, yeah, if I had known, I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the old the old uh, uh, Mel Brooks joke. It's it's comedy as if I cut my finger. No, comedy, tragedy is if I cut my finger. Comedy is if you walk it, into an open sewer and die. Exactly. That's only funny because it happened to someone to else. To someone else, exactly. It's hilarious. And I wasn't down there, you thank God. There. I, she actually spared me. I was going to go down to the ER and see what was going on, but I managed to, I managed to avoid that. But, oh, that is terrible. Uh, is it amazing? Anyway. Okay, so not to segue, you know, directly from poop on a chair into into an ad for a restaurant. Uh, we do seem to get a lot of restaurants as our sponsors, so uh, the... Um, the sponsor uh, tonight uh, is The Gravy Boat, and uh, we're going to play their ad. The Gravy Boat, a new restaurant featuring the finest gravies. We have turkey, ham, beef, tomato, and mushroom, just to name a few. Hot and delicious, full of cornstarch for that deep, comfortable southern feeling. If you want some tasty gravy and a long, quiet nap afterwards, The Gravy Boat is for you. The Gravy Boat is a BYOB establishment. Bring your own bread. Be advised not to operate a motor vehicle after dining at the Gravy Boat. Free and acid with any purchase of $20 or more. Some exceptions apply. The Gravy Boat is not responsible for gravy-induced coma, haze, or bloating. So a topic I I wanted to bring up because I think 
he inspired us to do this podcast and, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming many people to do podcasts that are humorous, you know, assuming this is humorous, uh, <laughs> is, is Mel Brooks. Yeah. Still alive. Still alive. Still great. I think he's still producing things. He's is still, he really? I think he's still active in, in doing things. Yeah. He's in his nineties. Uh, I don't know how old he is, but, uh, he's, yeah, he's, I mean, he's, the one of the original writers for the uh, the Sid Caesar's show of shows, one of the early early television shows, and he goes on, you know, on from there to do everything. So yeah, he's he's I, you know I, he's I an think, oldie but a goodie. I think we uh, you know with respect to this, I I, I always have to hearken back to the two thousand year old man, uh, of course, which which is amazing. And and my understanding is that Carl Reiner had kind of a, a set of um, topics that he would ask him about, but that Mel Brooks actually ad libbed. Everything that came through, yeah, and it, it sounds so polished and so perfect that you would swear he had rehearsed it, and it was just this spontaneous, amazing. Yeah, uh, we have a lot to learn from. from well, them. Yes, I mean, we we, we, we do because yes, uh, we, we don't we, we rehearse very little. Yeah, uh, here, uh, but and we're hoping for a similar similar kind of a pretend to imagine only does one take. <laughs> so that's kind of true. That's is sort of true. I'm sure that our listeners would wish that we took they, they multiple takes. Correct. You know? right. but, but I mean, uh, you know, just his his uh, his humor is so. You know, th- there's different kinds of humor. Um, there's the kind of uh, you know gross out humorous uh, uh, poo poo humor. Uh, you know, the, the, those your, your favorite. Kind of, my favorite is in court. In fact, scatological humor. But but uh, one of my favorite types of humor is the absurd. Yeah. It's taking what is ostensibly a serious situation and making it ridiculous. Yeah. And that's, again, my favorite comedy movie. And I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it, is Young Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Spaceballs. No, it's... I I, I like Spaceballs, Spaceballs but Young is a good movie. Yeah. But, 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 well, yeah, the beauty but, of Young Frankenstein is it had, unlike some of the other his other movies, it had a terrific story. It had it terrific did. acting. It had it characters that you, you, you felt... You know, uh, you, in, they were endearing. Yeah, uh, Spaceballs was just kind of a kind of a silly farce. It, it, it was it was funny. It was, I I, enjoy, I very much enjoy yeah, Spaceballs, but, uh, but I agree. But uh, uh, you know, but the, the thing about um, see, Spaceballs was sort of like poking fun at various tropes. Yeah, um, you know, which was funny. Uh, but what I loved about Young Frankenstein is, like you said, it had a lot of focus. It was taking Mary Shelley's story and and also the sort of Bela Lugosi, yeah. you know, uh, movie, and just turning it on its ear. And yet there was almost a serious sort of undercurrent to it. Yeah. It's just that within that, I mean, you think about what's happening. They, they raised the dead in this yeah. like horrible, yet at the same time, you know, his his dicky flies open, you know, when he's upset. You know, it's just like these ridiculous, you know. Um, yeah, like really broad humor you know, along with, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. so so it was uh, just. But uh, that's that's uh, Gene Wilder is is responsible for a lot of the writing. That's true too. I should so, correct. So, yes, and yeah. God rest him. Gene Wilder was wonderful as well. But um, I just uh, you know, it's, I think you, you were talking. I think you saw the uh, inside the actor studio about him. No, it was uh, uh, PBS's uh, American, American Masters. American Masters, sorry, American Masters, right? Um, and you know, he just. <laughs> You know, like you said, you, you you can't make blazing saddles in this day and age. It's just, no, it's not. <laughs> no, you can't. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, no, that definitely uh, has to go through through as my uh, as my favorite favorite comedy of all time. And I think number two would be um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, of course, that's yeah. that's another one. Yeah, that's, that's a whole another whole another topic. You know, I heard yeah. it's I heard it's uh, public domain now. No, that's what I heard. Holy I Grail. Heard, yeah, apparently it's public domain, which which surprise. I, I guess the Monty Python. Um, you know the the Monty Python cast just never renewed its copyright, and it's got to be what? How old? Forty years? 
70 uh, something, right? It was yeah, so done in the 70s. Uh, upwards of 40 years old. So I don't know whether they let its copyright last. I'm going or... to. Hey, Varpus. Yeah, get Varpus on Varpus, can you, can you find out? Is that, is that uh, still copywritten? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. No, it, it is not public domain. No. Thanks, Varpus. No, right. We could spread that rumor if, we, if you want. <laughs> we, I'm happy to do we it. We might. Uh, they don't know where we live, so yeah. we're, we're <laughs> okay. So what I don't like in humor, okay, I don't like what I term fontrum. No, is that a real word? It is not a real word, but it is a word I learned for my ex-girlfriend at the time uh, when I was at Brown, and she had coined this word, and it's a, it's a great word. Um, as, as neologisms go, uh, it is the feeling you get when something extremely embarrassing is happening on TV. Oh, so cringe. So it's basically cringe. Oh, so you don't like cringe TV? No, I absolutely don't. Let me name name some shows. You you tell me whether you like them or not. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. Oh dear God, no, I can't. No. It, it 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 makes my spine telescope. And, and, and it's just it's 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 no no can't 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 do. It. I mean, if no. you if you can learn to laugh at his pain, then it's an enjoyable experience. But I just I can't do it. Always sunny in Philadelphia. A more wretched hive of scum and oh, villainy. That is one of my never, favorite. Ah, all right, and probably oh. the one that I feel is the cringiest of all. Uh, Peep show. From the BBC. Now, for what it's worth, I've never seen Peep Show, so uh, I can't really I, I, say. Anything. I love Peep Show, and yeah. I literally watch it with with my fingers knitted in front of my eyes. Oh God! And it's I don't a think show they take it. they do the uh, uh, every character you can hear their thoughts, so yeah. it's very they all have these awful awful thoughts. Oh and God! It's just so you're like. Don't is that the peeping? You can peep into their minds. Is yeah, that I the guess idea? that's sort of the that's Peep Show. The, peeping? Peeping? the other thing about Peep Show is it's all done in first person. So when one character is speaking, they speak directly into the camera, looking at you. Oh the God! Oh, so uh, it makes you part of their their heart. Oh, well, there's a sex scene. Oh God! <laughs> oh, that was totally fantastic. So the camera is going in and out, in and out to you know uh. the guy's face. Just the guy's face gets closer and further, closer and further, closer and further. It was totally. Fa- and talk about cringing. You're just like, oh, oh God, no, yeah. I can't. So you don't think. you don't like this kind of humor. I can't deal with that kind of humor. And I and I, I uh, you know I don't really recall. You're know, getting way back to Mel Brooks. You know I don't really recall there being anything in uh, of his that I remember that had that kind of humor in it. That sort of twisting, writhing, cringing feeling that uh, that so many things uh, Yeah, no, uh, I don't are. think so. Yeah. But it's not it's not just necessarily just cringeworthy. I mean, it's also Fontram also refers to um, like in the sitcom where, you know, the lie is about to be exposed. You know, there's, there's been this elaborate web of lies that one person's trying to hide from the other and and they're in a crowded restaurant and they're about to be exposed and that is when you feel fontrum. It's it's not necessarily you're just cringing, it's it's you're it's almost the anticipation of an emotional blow where you're just like, Oh no, I know what's gonna happen and there's nothing I can do other than run out of this room. You don't find the the, the Well, but where that takes us back to the, the Mel Brooks um quote tragedy okay i guess is if i cut my finger comedy is if you walk into an open sewer and die right so it's yeah, happening to somebody else i think that unfortunately too, my, my, empathy. my empathy unfortunately just is is too high i'm too empathic you're a sweet man i'm a you're a sweet sweet man la dolce doctores i don't know what that means <laughs> the sweet doctor is that what? i'm editing that out <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's um, it is very hard for me to, to watch such things. So, so I, I was uh, musing the other day about uh, new sins. 
<laughs> New sins? Yeah, novel sins. Sins that the, say, the Catholic Church in 2,000 years has still never seen, you know? This is like a hobby of yours. This is a hobby of You want to so make I, them think. You want to challenge them. Exactly, exactly. So, I, I you know, I, I've been trying. You know, so one I, you know, I suggested, uh, you know, was uh, for the sin of anger, screaming at vegetables to destroy their self-esteem. Just, just oh. yelling your, you know, but, but that's not really the way that, that, that was interesting. And I, you know, I, I may try it out at some point, you know, not, so you're committing you know, these sins. I'm, I'm committing. Well, test- so this is the, <laughs> this is the one. So imagine if you would, as part of this, I believe this would be the sin of lust. Okay. Um, first get a time machine. That's okay. Uh, easy enough. So you get a time machine, right? Get a time machine, go forward in time to a point after you die. Right. Yeah, of course. I'm with you. Dig up the corpse mm-hmm. and have sex with it. Oh, I mean, what is that? Why? What is that? What is that? What is th- Why are you it, thinking it's of that? Necrobation. I mean, uh, <laughs> you've thought of this long enough to name I, it. Yeah, it's what? What's uh, wrong with that? No. <laughs> now you're committing these sins. To, you're testing these sins out. Well, I got to build a time machine first. Right. You know, and, and, and uh, I, I have yelled at plants though. They do seem to, to wilt a bit, and, sure and they, they, don't, they don't like that. You know, it's like. Oh, that's terrible. All right, I have two words to say to you. Yeah. And we'll see where this goes. Okay. The two words are Dave's scrotum. Oh, dear. Because <laughs> all, all I have, Tyler and I have a list of topics that we yes. may or may not discuss. Yes. And I'm going down the list, and I saw the words. I have no context. I don't know what this it's means just at a, all. It's a non sequitur. It just says Dave's scrotum. All and right. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm taking one for the team. Well, I'm gonna, young I'm gonna, fella, let me tell you the story about Dave's scrotum. <laughs> Uh, so we'll call him Dave. His name was not Dave, actually, because I, you know, we have to change these things to protect the innocent. Uh, but when I was, you a, have to change, you need to change the sex as well. The right? sex, yes, exactly. So it was Hermione scrotum. <laughs> All right, that on. doesn't work. Got it has it. to be male. All right. Come on. All right. So anyway, so Dave uh, was a fellow uh, that I knew in college, and we were at a retreat, and we were playing capture the flag, uh, and we were playing capture the flag. Oh, and I don't like where at, this at is night, going. It was at about twelve o'clock in, in, at night. Uh, you can, and, am I going to uh, regret asking this question? No, I think you'll find this hilarious. You'll, 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 this is, I'm delicate, this, you know. I know you're delicate. I, we'll see. Anyway, so so uh, we're playing capture the flag, and uh, he, um, you know, we, we were jumping over all kinds of uh, oh, brush I'm, I'm already. And all these I'm kinds cringing. Of things, you know? And uh, everything, you know, everything finished. Everything's fine, and we go back to the uh, the, uh, the the. It was like a it was like a cabin kind of a thing. We're in there, and. Um, about an hour later, Dave comes up to me and goes, Tyler. I go, what? There's something wrong with me. I'm like, what? He goes, well, when we were playing Capture the Flag, I, I jumped over a sapling and it jammed up into my balls. I'm like, oh, are you okay? He goes, no, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's huge. It's swelling. I'm like, what? He goes, it's swelling. It won't stop. I, I go, well, what are you telling me? He goes, you're a pre-med student. I'm like, yeah, I'm a pre-med student. I don't know anything about scrotums. He goes, you're the closest thing to a doctor that's around here. I'm like, all right, well, we'll go to the hospital. So we, we, we jump in the car and we, we drive out to the hospital. You know, meanwhile, he's like, it, it's it's uncomfortable. Is it? You know, I said, well, what, what does it look like? He goes, well, it's about the size of a tennis ball right now. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he oh goes, God. and it's turning black and blue. I'm like, well, oh, long, my God. How long God. did this take? Well, he left, he left it for about an hour before he told anybody, right? So so we finally it get. It still seems like we, it's a pretty, we, pretty short we, amount of time. Hey, well, I'll tell you what happened. So we, so we get there. And we get it. He's walking funny. I go, well, I mean, I, I go, I mean, what's going on? He goes, I think it's the size of a grapefruit. I'm like, oh, my God. So he gets in, and I'm sitting in the waiting room. I don't even know what to do. I'm a, I'm a kid here. I don't know what's going on. You know, so, we, so he comes out looking very crestfallen. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what happened? He goes, well, he said that 
I nicked a vein inside my scrotum and I was bleeding into my scrotum. I said, well, so what happened? He goes, well, he said, it finally reached a kind of maximal size where the pressure inside the scrotum was so great that it clamped off the vein. I said, well, how big is it? He goes, it's, it's about the size of a grapefruit. <laughs> and I said, and I, he, I said, well, did they do anything? He goes, no, they said, you just have to wait and elevate it, you know, put ice on it. and, and, elevate, and your elevate your scrotum. You know, you keep, keep up there, put a little pillow on it. That's always good advice, by the way, and, just and so I, you know. Always, yeah. yeah. And and so uh, I said, well, so they didn't do anything. He goes, no. I go, well, what are you going to do? He goes, well, I just got to wait until it goes down. And he looks me right in the eye and goes, why couldn't it have been the other thing that was growing huge? <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. Uh, we hope you really enjoyed learning about Dave Scrotum. It was amazing, folks. Uh, I know. I know. Uh, and all the other things. I don't even have words. So all the other things that we, <laughs> that we talked about uh, in addition to Dave Scrotum. I, I want to mention, this is like our fifth take. We've been laughing so uh, hard we had to just redo this over and over again. I just never thought I'd say the word Dave Scrotum so often in, in, in an hour. I know. Uh, so anyway, we hope you really enjoyed listening. Uh, we enjoy doing these uh, podcasts and uh, keep on listening. Thanks. Thanks. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website, as you've probably guessed, at pretendtoimagine.com. Web designed by Small Hall Studios, produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. If you can, please give us five stars to get the word out about our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.